Okay, moms, I have a question for you. Do you want to be your own boss, raise your kids, and enjoy your life? Are you looking for the freedom of part-time work from home? If you said yes, are you ready to start your own virtual assistant business? Hey, mom. So welcome to the Life Unboxed podcast, where we talk about all things mompreneur, from raising your kids to running a business, and the most important one, keeping your sanity. I am Jody the mom, a successful virtual assistant and homeschool mom for almost 10 years. So my goal is to give you as much help as possible so that you can confidently start a business, grow your business, and homeschool your kids. So be sure to visit lifeunbox.blog and download your free Mom Boss 2.0 workbook. If you like to be a rebel mom and break all the rules, then this is for you. And remember, you can support the show with coffee. Visit Kofi, that's ko-fi.com forward slash lifeunboxedblog and buy this mom some coffee. So let's get into this week's topic. Mom, I want you to know that you have inspired this website, podcast, and channel. This mompreneur thing takes imagination, determination, and a lot of -of out-of-the-box thinking. It takes looking at how everything has always been done and deciding that you're going to do it differently and on your own terms. So this is part two in the part-time work from home series. So it is a three-part series and part one is all about prepare before you take the leap. We talked about three things to do before you venture into the world of mompreneurship. Now we are on part two. And do you have what it takes to start a virtual assistant business? So I'm going to give you a spoiler alert. You do have what it takes, and I'm going to tell you why. But before we do that, let's talk about what's in a name. And so I'm going to be honest here. I struggled with the word assistant. So yes, we need to talk about this elephant in the room. I recently had a conversation with a friend, and I asked this question. Does he just not know what I can do? The friend replied, he just thinks you're an assistant. I had two thoughts at that moment. He never had a good executive assistant. And two, why would someone think an assistant can only answer email and file paperwork? If that has been your thought, then I apologize for the assistance that you have encountered because we can offer so much more than just moving paperwork. So then why keep the name? I admit, I thought about whether or not to use this term for days. In a lot of places I've worked, and probably where you've worked, assistant can be a very demeaning term, whether it is said or just in people's attitude, like the example I just mentioned. (laughs) If an assistant is in your title, you aren't always taken seriously, or thought of as someone who can bring value to the table. 
The same can be applied to the term secretary. So I worked with a friend who despised being referred to as a secretary, although that was her role. And she corrected everyone who called her a secretary. And frankly, I totally understand. I get it. So despite my mental turmoil over this term and talking my husband's ear off about it, I decided to keep it. And here's why. People understand the term. Yep. As I have said in the previous shows, you need to lower the barrier of people getting to you. If people don't understand what you do, then it raises the barrier. So it doesn't require a whole lot of explanation and people immediately have an idea of what you do. But on the other hand, it also gives you a lot of flexibility in the services you want to provide. If I decide to change what I do five years down the road, I don't need to change my logo or my title. A virtual assistant encompasses everything. Graphic design, uh, copywriting, it really covers all of those things, bookkeeping. So it gives you a lot of flexibility with what you do and anyone can do it. Starting a part-time work-from-home virtual assistant business can work for anyone. I am a big proponent of being successful on your own terms. This means you define your own success. It doesn't need to be defined as a bigger house, better car, or bigger bank account, as our culture typically defines success. If you define success as making enough to homeschool your kids, cover this bill, and pay for vacation, then you've defined success on your own terms. And I also want to add, because, you know, sometimes it's not this whole virtual assistant thing is not easy. If I didn't have to work with people, it'd be perfect. So um, I've been also, you know, thinking of how, how do I also define success? Like, what do I value more um, than money when it comes to business? And part, one of those things that I value is working independently. So I always emphasize that I don't work for anybody. I work with people. And if that independence in any way is going to be encroached, then it's not going to work for me. So that's one another way that I define success. I get to set the rules when it comes to um, working independently. That was free. I like to give free uh, side, side notes in the podcast. So starting a virtual assistant business gives you the greatest flexibility to be successful on your own terms. It can be, uh, and it can be a part-time work from home endeavor. So that's another thing. You are queen of your schedule. You get to decide what you want to do. Be your own boss. You get to decide how you want to raise your kids so you get to enjoy your life with your children. You can do anything as a virtual assistant. This sounds amazing, I know, but it is true. So let's talk about what it means to be an assistant. Number one, or number one is what it means to be an assistant. Okay, so to paraphrase the dictionary definition... An assistant is someone who assists. Yeah. So clear, right? My definition for an assistant is someone who can do anything. 
Assistants are superheroes. There's really nothing that you can't do. So while some may look down on the term assistant, those we are helping couldn't get along without us. And you know what? They know it too. One of my favorite sayings is knowledge is power. And many assistants that I know have a wide range of knowledge on multiple topics, possess a versatile skill set, know a lot more than they are given credit for, and have a tremendous capacity to learn something new. An assistant is a powerful person because of the knowledge we possess. You bring more to the table than you realize. For example, you have mad mom communication skills. And yes, I wrote a whole post on that um, and another show. So go check that out. No one can top you when it comes to patience, empathy, or having difficult conversations because we are so well-practiced at it. (laughs) So wear it with confidence. You have a lot to offer, and that's why anyone, or should I say any mom, can start a virtual assistant business. The next thing you want to do when you start your business is get an idea of your services. Since the term assistant is so broad, you can really pick what you want to do. And this is incredible. Let your imagination flow. Do you want to create templates for letters, help with HR, send invoices, make travel arrangements, manage social media platforms, design a website, blog for a business, be a bookkeeper, design marketing materials, be a writer, publish books, and I could go on. The list is truly endless. And a lot of those things I think I've done, except the HR. I've done everything on that list. Yeah. So it is okay if you don't have a very specific idea of the services you want to offer right now. So it may take time to decide what your clients need because you still need to be marketable and what you want to do. All right, somebody say something radical because I'm a rebel mom. That's what I do. What you want to do is even more important than what your client needs. Now, don't get me wrong. As I said, you need to be marketable, but make sure it is something that you actually want to do. So tasks that I did in my office job were not things that I wanted to build a business around. I will give you uh, an example. Um, As an executive assistant, I did a lot of travel arrangements and it was fun planning these arrangements for my boss and his wife. So I would like buy travel books if they were going overseas and like plan all the places they needed to visit. And so I enjoyed that. But I quickly came to the conclusion that I did not want to do this for more than one person because people are really picky when it comes to how they travel. And it was different when I knew all the quirks and how they like to travel than when I'm trying to learn all the quirks. So that was one thing that I was like, no, I'm not doing this again. (laughs) So even though I was good at doing these different things, I just didn't want to continue to do them. Because again, how you did something in a nine to five or office environment may not look the same as a virtual assistant. So keep that in mind. But this is a learning and growing experience. So if you end up doing it like I did and then realize like, no, I'm never doing this again, that's okay. You can do that. So I first started my business 
with a general list of services. I included a statement that my list wasn't inclusive and I would be open to other projects as well. So if you don't have everything nailed down right now, that's totally okay. Start with something. Don't let it keep you from launching. Like the services that you offer, um, if you're not sure what, uh, what to offer, what to narrow down, um, don't worry about it. Like genuinely don't worry about it. People want to work with you because of you, not necessarily because of the services that you offer. That does play into it. I don't want to diminish that, but I want to say don't stress about it. So if you find yourself stuck, here are a few things that you can do. Make a list of all your skills. Don't take anything off the list. Basically, you're going to do a brain dump in a notebook or on the computer, and you can check out all the mom notebooks I have in my Amazon store or at the just go to lifeunboxed.blog and shop is right there at the top. Next, you're going to walk away from the list. So this advice always sounds counterintuitive to me, but really walk away and don't focus on what you wrote down. Allow your brain to work on it in the background. So do you ever wake up with this great idea or solution to like this major problem? That is your brain working in the background. And that's what you want to happen right now. And then you're going to come back to the list. Are there any more items you need to add to it? Is there something else you thought of while you were taking a break from your list? Write it down. So rank what you've written down. Use a small scale like one to five and give each item a rate. You can give your different skills the same rank. That's fine. But if there's something on that list that you just hate doing, doesn't matter how good you are at it. If you hate doing it, cross it off completely. Now, let me say this because I, I've done a bunch of other shows and posts about passion. I am not talking about being passionate about it or giving this heck yeah. And if it's not a heck yeah, then it's going to be a heck no. Sorry, I don't curse. Um, but you guys know what I'm talking about. And that's ludicrous. Okay, it's just ludicrous. You don't need that kind of reaction if you wrote like bookkeeping or spreadsheets or invoicing on your list. If it's something you don't mind doing, keep it on the list. But if it's something you hate doing, like planning travel for a whole bunch of people with all their quirks, take it off the list. So now take the skills you ranked in the top three. So you're going to just see what's ranked in the top three, or you can have ties and see if you can build a business around them. So if you need if you want to walk through this process, then be sure to download the Mom Boss 2.0 workbook. And I literally take you through this process and so much more. Get a trusted person's input. For me, that is my husband. Because I know that he will always be honest with me, but his motivation is to always encourage me. And he wants the very best for me. And honestly, he can take my uh, devastation you know, and then I'll get over it. But, you know, he can handle it. <laughs> so find someone who can offer you an honest assessment of your list and your skills. And don't get mad at their input or at least hope that they can handle it. Um, but don't go to a person who's always a negative Nancy either. That won't help you at all. 
The purpose of this step is to really test out your list and gain constructive feedback. If you don't agree with everything they have to say, that's okay. The point is to start testing out the market for your services. Finally, narrow down your list, but don't put yourself in a box. So I know the rule of thumb is to niche down so you can charge more or do this so you know who your audience is. It's ludicrous. And yeah, there's other shows about that as well. I'm not saying it doesn't work, but I'm just saying it doesn't always work for everybody. So don't put yourself in a box. When I started my own business, I literally had a list of general administration items on my website. And it was very sad looking. But at the time, I was just starting out in this wonderful world of part-time work from home. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. I heard focus and specialize, but I was like, on what? And to be blunt, I was beyond frustrated with this advice. And yes, I will leave links below for you if you are just as frustrated as I am. So if you were to look at the service page of jodyrperry.com, now you'll see, you'll no longer see just a list of general administration, but a business that is focused. And I say all this to say, to give you an idea of how your business can grow and change. So you may start with a list of general administration, but that is not where you're going to stay. So the important part here is just start with something. So is there a field that you wanted to get into or try out? You have the opportunity to learn skills that will get you into that field of your choosing. So offer the skills you already have so you can pay the bills because it's always important. And then learn something new on the back end that you will eventually add to your list and maybe take off something else you don't want to really do, keep doing. What do you need to do right now to get yourself starting your own virtual assistant business? Remember, it is better to do the imperfect thing now than to wait for the perfect thing that never gets done. So I am very excited for you as I share this show because the possibilities are truly endless. And I understand it doesn't feel that way, especially with the pressure of needing to make money. I totally get it. <laughs> so that is why nothing in the post has mentioned anything about following your passion because passion doesn't always pay the bills. And yes, I have a show on that as well. So I want you to be passionate about being successful on your own terms. So what can you do to get yourself there right now? So I hope the ideas are just running through your brain right now and go write them down. Seriously, take two minutes and start your list. If you need a trusted in person's input, send me a note or let me know your idea in the comment section below. Seriously, like I said, I think I've done just about everything in my business. <laughs> uh, I would truly be honored to start you on your journey. And if you just jumped into the series, be sure to take a look at part one, which is prepare before you leap and part three, what you need to start. And then of course, get the mom boss 2.0 workbook that will propel you to be your own boss, raise your kids and enjoy your life. Mom, I'm so glad you joined me today. If you want to help spread the word, be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Remember to check out the Life Unboxed store for all of your mom boss merch, and you can support the show with coffee. Visit Kofi, that's ko-fi.com forward slash Life Unboxed blog. And of course, the link is in the description below to buy this tired mama a cup of joe. So for more great mompreneur content, follow Life Unboxed on social media or check out lifeunboxed.blog. Be sure to share the podcast and video with your friends. And what you're going to find on my on the website, channel, and podcasts are things that nobody will say. So I am truly a rebel mom and join me on this rebel mom journey. And I will see you in the next show. Oh, 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 oh,